Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, with just, quite frankly, too much hair now. My goodness. Someone's asked me to do um, a vodcast, I think that's what it's called, which is like a video podcast, so it goes on the telly. I mean, my hair's just, it's ridiculous. I might have to do it with a hat on. Might, might be the first show I've ever done with a hat on. I was like looking at Andy Jacobs. Anyway, I digress. We've got lots coming up in this podcast, the last one of the week. Oh, no! Yeah, stop shouting anyway. And it begins with Alan Brazil, of course, back on breakfast Thursdays and Friday. And he criticises the PFA and urges players themselves to take a pay cut to show football cares. I don't like um, the PFA at the moment, what they're saying, you know, um, you know, leave the fo- basically leave the footballs alone, da-da-da, we're not agreeing to... Uh, you know, I think Gordon's got to get real here. I think Gordon's got to sit down and think, what can we do for the image of football? And the agents, some of the agents are saying, no, you don't touch... I'm not telling my player to do anything. You know, they've got a butt out here. This is a, yeah. a moral decision from yeah. a player that can go to the leader and dress and say, OK, I'm in, I'll put a little bit in. We're not saying everyone puts the same in, mm. but... If they can do it for the staff and for the National Health Service, it'd be fantastic. It'd be a great image. It'd be a great um, message out to people, supporters, who's maybe wife's a nurse or, you know, who are involved in the NHL, maybe drive an ambulance. It'd be a great message to them that football cares. Talk Sport. Sports Update. The Professional Footballers Association has said it fully accepts that players will have to be flexible and share the financial burden of the COVID-19 pandemic in order to secure the long-term future of their own club and the wider game. The union says it's hoping to reach an agreement with the Premier League and EFL that secures the long-term future of clubs and protects players. Staying with The Breakfast Show and Super Ali McCoist was on and he was talking about his bust-up with Gaza, which inspired a cup win over Hearts. He came through for the middle of the park and I went again behind Ray and mm. then came short to stand up and be a wall so he could play it off me. Anyway, he played it in behind. So he came through a minute again later um, and I, I went I went to stay short but this time I stayed short and then span in behind like he, like he wanted it the first time but I, so I don't need to tell you he played it short into my feet <laughs> and I moved. So he throws, he looks at me and throws his hands up in the air, right? And there's about 60,000 there. 
right? So he throws his hands up in the air as if I'm some sort of diddy, you know what I mean? Which he might have had a point, to be fair. <clears throat> anyway, I ran up and I grabbed him with a scuff of the neck. I said, you ever try to make a fool of me in front of 60,000 people? I said, I'll rip your head off. He said to me, is that right then? Let's get it sorted right now. <laughs> so <laughs> the next the next minute, we've got the players in between us, the referees in between us, threatening the bookies. Oh, we're not speaking. Final, the halftime whistle goes, we're up the tunnel and we're still at it, the two of us, into the dressing room, still at it. So Walter Smith comes in, he says, right, everybody shut up and calm down. And I can see Gascoigne still raging, so he's still at it. But I can see Walter getting angrier and angrier. <clears throat> so... I've I've known Walter long enough just to keep my mouth shut <laughs> by this point and let him go on with but no gas coin, he keeps going and eventually Walter picks him up with a scruff on the neck and hangs him up in the peg where you put your coats and says, Paul, I'll not tell you I can't shot. Oh, unbelievable. It, it, it was not much a shock at half time at what was happening, the the, 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 the the argument, the trouble, the fight in the dressing room, the whole bit. Eventually when it calmed down, he got up, he walked out of the dressing room, went straight into the director's room in his gear, by the way, yeah. in his strip, <laughs> and, and had a whiskey, threw it down his neck, come back into the dressing room, sat down, Walter did his team talk, walked out into the park, second half, and he scored two, and he was unbelievable in the cup <laughs> final. That was a cup final. Oh, oh it was phenomenal. What a talent. What mm. a talent. Time now to head over to Jim White, the Jim White Show. The mid-morning show with Jim White. Jimmy White. No, not, not Jimmy White. Jim White. Otherwise, you're thinking of the snooker player. Anyway, Glenn Johnson was the guest, and Glenn was saying that it shouldn't be mandatory for players to be told what wage cuts they should take. I don't think players should be told by anyone what they have to do, or I don't think anything should be enforced where it's mandatory and the players don't have a choice. I totally disagree with that. Uh, what, what I think should happen is I think each club or squad should delegate one player, maybe the captain, and let the guys have a say and decide what they want to do. Because I know if it was in me in that situation, I'd, I'd like the dressing room to sit down together, no backroom staff, just the players, and say, look, this is a situation, we're coming under, under a bit of heat, what do we want to do about it? And then that player can be the representation for the team, and all the teams can then decide how much they want to take as a, uh, uh, as a discount. Because I think as men, every team will agree to a discount, but they would not like to be told what, to, what they have to do. Staying with Jim White, and he had Kia Jurabchim on the show, and he was saying that none of his 160 players have objected to a wage adjustment. Each different country, each different club, each different association is taking different stances. I think the one thing is that, and you know, over 160 players that I have contact with, I don't know one single one of them that has objected to anything being reduced or adjusted. Staying with the old wage scenario. Why are you staying with that? You've done loads on it. Yeah, I mean, there's no other stories about it at the moment. And Ali McCoy had a great story about how players and staff gave up their wages for club workers when Rangers went into administration. One of the things that we were quite, well, not quite, extremely proud of was um, when we went in, into administration up at Rangers, was the fact that the playing staff and coaching staff and managerial staff rightly took a wage cut to save the jobs of everybody, everybody else in the staff. And as I say, one of the most pleasing things to come out of that horrendous situation mm. was the fact they managed to keep 
everybody's jobs. Obviously, players left the club eventually on, on, on free, well, freedom of contract and all that stuff. But to be fair to everybody, took a wage cut. Everybody took a wage cut, and I remember a couple. Of, I remember one of the one of the older lads coming in. When I say older lads, I don't mean a player, an older member of staff, and he was in tears. He was mm. in tears. I, I was talking to him about quarter to eight, eight o'clock in the morning one morning, and he was telling me that he was going to lose his job, right? And I had a look at it. And do you know something? He was only, I think he was only in three or four days and he was on a couple of hundred quid a week. And I'm thinking to myself, this absolutely cannot be right. How can he possibly? You know, that's his job. That's what he, he's been doing for years and years. And they're going to pay him off rather than get rid of a player or ask a player or management to take a wage cut. Mm-hmm. So eventually what we did, we got all that sorted. And to be the credit of the, of the players, and the staff, they took a cut and everybody at that particular time kept a job. Now, it's not a massive thing. It's just what people should be doing mm. to, to gather around and help each other. You know, we, we, keep, we keep going on about, uh, and rightly so, the NHS workers and the essential workers, pharmaceuticals and all these guys and girls that are out doing an unbelievable job. Mm. They're just doing their bit for us. So if everybody else can't mix in and do a little bit for each other, then what chance have we got, boys? Yeah. Great story there from Ali because it really surprises me that these people on really good money won't take a pay cut to help out the... Oh, the phone call for me. Hello. Sorry about this. Hello? Oh, hello. Yeah, yeah. Talk sport. Hold a sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much? No, no chance. No, 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 no. Find someone else. Ask Cundy. He's got too much money. Uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. Max Power. The Sunderland midfielder was on Jim White's show. And he was saying he hasn't been watching Sunderland till I die but has been watching Tiger King instead. I watched the first series because I wasn't involved in it. And I remember speaking to Lee Catamore at the time and I asked Cat whether he was going to watch it. And, and he never, to be fair, he said, you know, I, I didn't really realise until I look at his point of view. He, he'd been a, a long servant at the club, 10 years, had loads of years of success, cup finals, staying in the Premier League for many years. And then all of a sudden he's got TV cameras around for a full season uh, in a year the club gets relegated so from his point of view you know he didn't want to relive that and, and personally for me this time around you know I've had we had two two Wembley defeats in the space of three months I ruptured, I ruptured ankle ligaments in the second in the playoff final so for me it's not really um, something I want to relive at the moment I'm sure it's a good watch you know I did enjoy the first one from a neutral but then when you're sort of part of the club and, you know, you've been part of a season with TV cameras around. I don't sure I want to bring their memories back up at the moment. So, but at the moment, I've been watching Tiger King. <laughs> That's been my watch of a night, watching Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you've not seen Tiger King on Netflix, you really should see it. It's uh, about Simba, and he idolises his father, King Mufasa, and takes to heart his own royal destiny on the plains of Africa. But not ev- Huh? Oh, is it? That's the Lion King. Are you sure? All right, I must watch Tiger King then. Time now to check in with Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs, who regular listeners to the show will know that every day they take it upon themselves to change rooms. I mean, they were both in their toilets yesterday. Uh, Day before that, they were both in their outhouses. Yesterday's show came from the kitchens. Yeah, Paul Hawksby was in his kitchen, and Andy Jacobs got into the McDonald's kitchen. Bizarrely, I don't know how he did that. It's closed at the moment. But anyway, this is Paul and Andy talking. 
In the forthcoming uh, marriages uh, section today in the Times, this one, I'm not making this up, this one's unbelievable. Captain N.J. McPherson is marrying somebody called Miss C.F. Clare Marriage. That's her last name, M-A-R-R-I-A-G-E, marriage. It's a shame she's not marrying the former Yorkshire cricketer Jim Love. That would have been perfect, but uh, there you yeah. go. Yeah, also, Alanis Morissette wants to, wants to write that down somewhere because that would be perfect. The only way the woman uh, lost the name marriage was when she got married. Isn't it ironic, don't you think? As, uh, oh, absolutely. As Alanis would no doubt tell us if she listened to Talk Sport, which I'm guessing she doesn't. Uh, now, uh, last night I was watching Pointless, and Cliff Jones, a great friend of the show, Spurs stalwart, of course, his son yeah. was on Pointless. Steve, Did you see that? yeah, I've heard about this, yeah. Yeah, he did pretty well, actually. So that was good to see him. What else? I finished watching Rocky. That was excellent. Oh, and I also started watching a series on Sky Cricket called Ashes in the 80s. And it's the sort of thing you watch in a rain break. And I was thinking to myself, we are on a ba- basically a 12-week rain break, so it's not a bad idea to watch it. So <laughs> yeah. it, was quite, it was quite entertaining. Some of the cricket, I mean, Gow, what a wonderful player. Gow was in his pomp, you know, absolutely golden period he had in the sort of mid-80s. So, yeah, and all sorts of stuff like that. So it was very, very enjoyable. Uh, uh, people in else? the world of cricket, Andy, I'm just saying people in the world of cricket, mm. um, who, including our own top team who brought the recent tours, they're the people best placed to, to fill um, when there's not much happening in the world of sport. And there may have been a case to have put David Gow and Mikey Holding and NASA and one or two others just on TV until the virus ends. <laughs> and they can just they can talk about cricket. Time, they can show some. Anyway, let's go back now to uh, 19... and then they can go back and watch some old games. Now, Talk Sports James Savundra has been speaking to the England Rugby Union coach Eddie Jones after he put pen to paper on a new deal with the RFU. The contract extension means he'll be in charge until the end of the 2023 World Cup. Eddie, thanks a lot for chatting to us today. And having had time to reflect on the World Cup for a few months, was there always an ambition to go one better in France in 2023? It's funny you say that. In 2003, when we lost the final with Australia, I was so desperate to win the World Cup in 2007. I made a number of poor decisions. For me, post this World Cup, it's been more about how how we can improve this team? Can this team keep improving? Um, because I know if we keep improving, we're going to be a, a very good team. And, and we set the ambition right from the end of the World Cup to want to be remembered as a great team, not a team that just won the World Cup, the next World Cup. And and so that's been the, at the forefront of my mind. And, and I think we can achieve that. I think I can still add value to this team, that we can still grow the team and we can become a great team that people will remember the rest of their lives. And with the contract now in place, does that change anything really in the, the short and medium term? Not at all, mate. hasn't changed one thing at all. Um, all it means is that, uh, particularly for, for the staff, it uh, gives them some security of, of going forward. We'll start mapping out more a World Cup plan. So we've got, we're due to start a World Cup uh, planning meetings in June which all things being equal will start that. So nothing's really changed in that respect. Now back to the Jim White Show and Graham Stewart, ex-Evertonian, was on, talking about his call to a fan that has gone viral on social media. To be honest with you, Jim, I mean, this is a case of uh, myself getting a 
probably about four or five phone calls a day, a list of um, five phone calls to make. And um, Roy Jones was, was one of those guys on my list. And unfortunately, he has got terminal cancer. And I, I, it was just part of my list to ring up. And I gave him a ring and we got chatting away there. And he just, just general, normal chit-chat, to be totally honest with you, Jim. And we talked football, we talked Everton, we talked general life. His, his situation as well, and as you do, we've got plenty of time on our hands at this moment in time, and we, we just carried on and had a, had a nice chat. So I didn't realise that, obviously, his son was going to tweet anything out like that, and, you know, I believe it's, it's gone a little bit crazy, but uh, if, if there's something good come out of it, that's great. Now, of course, the drive time, boys, Adrian Durham and uh, Darren Goff always produce a fantastic show, and yesterday was no different. They were talking about the greatest individual sporting rivalries. My number one is Mourinho and Wenger. Now, the war of words started in the mid-2000s when Wenger suggested Chelsea under Jose were negative. Jose responded by calling Wenger a voyeur. And then it all kicked off. Jose later apologised for that outburst, but the damage was done. Mourinho continued claiming he had a file of quotes on Wenger filled with comments about Chelsea. And he claimed this file was 120 pages long. So Wenger didn't stop talking about Chelsea. He also called Wenger a specialist in failure. Remember that? That that absolutely kicked off after that. Eight years without a trophy, he's a specialist in failure. (laughs) Wenger came out with uh, this in 2005. Quote, and this is is a belter. Quote, he's out of order, disconnected with reality and disrespectful. When you give success to stupid people, it makes them more stupid sometimes and not more intelligent. (laughs) These two couldn't stand each other at all. The irony of the whole thing is when Wenger did the uh, Invincible season and they went out of the Champions League in the quarterfinals to Chelsea, uh, who then lost to Monaco, who then lost to Porto in the Champions League final. It was probably the year Arsenal should have won it. But they concentrated on all those draws with Birmingham and Tottenham. And then they went out of the Champions League unexpectedly. Porto won the Champions League. Mourinho got the Chelsea job. He came to the Premier League. And that was the end of Wenger's successful period at Arsenal. But you know what, Goffey? You are right. I think that just recently there's been uh, murmurs of respect between the two of them. So it could be another rivalry where they end up friends. Now, of course, there's been some uh, great rivalries in sport. Obviously, McEnroe and Borg. Uh, you had Davis and White, of course, in snooker. But my favourite one has to be... Um, oh, it's tough. I mean, it's such a, a great array to choose from. I'll probably go for uh, the World Indoor Men's Bowling Singles Champions. When, during the early 2000s, it was either uh, Paul Foster from Scotland, great bowler, or uh, he was always up against Tony Alcock. And um, they had a great rivalry. I mean, obviously, I was always for Alcock. Time now to check in with Alan Brazil. Now, usually I've uh, got very clever links that are written in front of me. I don't know what producer Tom means. Well, I'm just going to read it to you. He says, Alan Brazil going to get another dog to save marriage with Ray Parler question at start. I don't know what any of that means. Let's find out what Tom, our producer, is talking about. I've no idea. The Express are reporting that the country is expecting a baby boom in nine months' really? time because couples can't keep their hands off each other during isolation. Well, there are You've got to do something boom. to pass the time, haven't you? Well, there'll be a baby boom or divorces. Yeah. You know, I can see a lot of people, you know, going mad at each other and screaming at each so, other. That, that's for sure. What, what camp are you in, Al? Divorce uh, or I, baby boom? Uh, I am in the... <laughs> <laughs> what camp am I in? I'm in... Should we get another dog? What? <laughs> 
One of my neighbours, and I shouldn't really say this, but one of my neighbours... Can you say your neighbours? There's, there's a riot going on at the moment. One of the neighbours is... Uh, He's, he's put planning in for um, uh, what do you call it? Um, a mini brewery or whatever you call it. Yeah, and, micro. Uh, yeah. Micro. Oh dear! It's, it's whoa! There's war going on on the Suffolk Essex borders at the moment. Why are you whispering now? Well, Is he listening? They might, they might hear me. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Danny Kelly, and you're listening to Talksport Daily. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode of the Talksport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent a Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle, and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Well, that's nearly it, of course, but we've saved the best till last, and that last, and, well, best, really, is my show, The Andy Goldstein Sportsman, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Although I am back on Sunday night with the Transit Express from 9pm. Anyway, forget about that for a moment. Here are the best bits from the last Sports Bar of the week. Ah, uh, don't worry, there'll be another one on Monday at 10. Go to Andy, he's up next. Hello, Andy. Is that me? Hello, Andy. Is that me, yeah? yeah are you Andy? you, Andy? Yes, I am, yeah. Yeah, Go that on. must be you then. Uh, Seven seconds, yes, and door and Nina Cherry. Yep. I believe he's just talk, singing gobbledygook. He's actually talking French. He's, what do you mean? What do you mean he's talking think, gobbledygook? Yeah, but he's just singing like cat flap, waste paper basket. It doesn't mean anything. It's French. What, the, what you don't think the yeah, translation? What, what he's singing in French isn't, it just scans the tune, it doesn't mean anything. He's just using random words. How do you how do you know this? I'm not doubting I, you. I'm I just saying. Remember, how you... I think I can remember hearing it years ago. Can you speak French? No. Oh, you can't speak. Right, I've got the translation here. Don't see me from a distance. Don't look at my smile and think that I don't know what's under and behind me. Don't don't no. you want me to look at me and think what's in you is with me. What's in me uh, is to help you. And then it uh, goes on. Uh, the last 30 years, then, I've been telling people that it, uh, I'm wrong. <laughs> well, that's it for another podcast. I think good work, everyone. Yes, well done. I think we've all enjoyed that. Uh, thank you so much for downloading. If you've not downloaded others previously why don't you do that because uh, there was one yesterday which had i think our best ever april falls gag on it on the sports bar 
That was on yesterday's show. And the day before that, Robbie Williams was on. The Robbie Williams. Also on Andy Goldstein Sports. I mean, of course, you know, all the big guests come to my show. Well, not all of them. Um, hold on, just looking through other... Yeah, no, all of them. Anyway, that's it. Um, have a great weekend. Be safe. Keep your distance. I'll see you either Sunday on TalkSport at 9 or Monday for another Sports Bar, the first one of the week, with the fun boy from 10pm. Thanks for listening. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.